Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. I got a football roster in my hand. I got a new haircut that I can see on TV. I got some football trading cards. I probably got mustard in my beard. What a great day it's been so far. Hope you're having an outstanding Tuesday. Welcome in to Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in like I'm watching right up here on the TV on statewide television, SWX Montana Television. Appreciate XWX for partnering with us, bringing you Nuanas Now, your number one sports talk show each and every weekday around the great state of Montana, thanks to SWX Montana TV. You want to stream the show? You want to listen on your mobile device, your iPad, your laptop, whatever it might be, 1029ESPN.com. You want to give us a call? Text us? You want to be involved in the show? It's going to be a fun show today. Talking more college football, of course, because camp is open at both Montana and Montana State. I swung by Grizz practice for the second time in a row, uh, so that was certainly fun. Uh, second day in a row, I should say. Uh, so that was certainly fun. A lot, an event-filled day all the way around uh, for me 
We'll get into some of that as well. But we're also going to hear from several different people from around the Grace Rivalry in the West, including Bobby Houck. His opening comments before his team, uh, before the Montana Grizzlies took the field last night. We're also going to hear from Sammy Kim, uh, senior wide receiver. Excuse me, we're actually going to save Sammy Kim till tomorrow. We're going to hear from Taylor Housewright, a uh, Montana State's offensive coordinator, uh, in about half an hour here, segment number two. I'm also going to give you some of my players to watch, some of my we, we always do a series at Skyline Sports, Elevated Expectations, and uh, we're going to share some of those thoughts, some of those guys we think will um, have elevated roles for both Montana and Montana State here this fall. Also, uh, going to be, uh, it's a Tuesday, so that means we have our Treasure State Stars. We do that each and every Tuesday, highlighting some of the best amateur performers from across the state of Montana. And uh, it's also a Tuesday. I mentioned I might have some mustard in my beard. It's because I already ate half my Tagliari sandwich. The Megadeth, mm, supreme, as good as it gets. And I do see that you've left the other half for me. Yeah, yeah but you're going to have to wait until about a half an hour so we can show it to the fine people on the television. Well, that's fine, because I'll go back to the nacho bar in the meantime. <laughs> I missed this. I got my tag sandwich. I still got nachos in the back. It's impossible. We're never, ever, ever going to be able to lose weight around here. But fun to be partied. But we do have free tag Larry Deli for you as well. It's also Tuesday, so that means Jeff Safford, Missoula Paddlehead, is going to swing by. Haven't talked to Jeff in a couple weeks, so we'll uh, catch up with him with all things Major League Baseball as well as uh, the Paddleheads. And then maybe Andrew Houghton at 530 or maybe some musings about the NFL Hall of Fame as well as the NFL at large from yours truly. Just depends on when Grizz practice gets done. I swung by down there uh, for just a brief minute today. Could only stay for about half an hour because I had to get back here for this show. Uh, but good seeing live football in action down there at Dorn Blizzard Field. We're going to get to some of this stuff, including Bobby Houck here in about 10 minutes. But first and foremost, uh, some thoughts for me for Grizz practice. Here's my personalized version of the story. I go last night, the Grizz open fall camp, 6.30 p.m. So I actually was able to get down there before practice started, so that was good. Uh, I would advocate for 6.30 practice time all the time, but I don't. I know that uh, that's not necessarily conducive to the training schedules or the academic schedules or pretty much any of the schedules for the coaches or the players. So understand why they didn't, but it was... Beautiful to be outside in the evening on an August summer night in Montana watching football while the sun was setting. I mean, it was like 74 degrees. There's no smoke in the air. So pretty much picturesque there at Dorn Blazer Field last night. I thought the Grizz looked incredibly well-prepared, crisp, uh, regimented, uh, everything you'd expect out of a Bobby Houck team, hope from a Bobby Houck team, but something we haven't seen uh, to this iteration in quite some time. So we'll get into my impressions, but irony. Uh, I was thinking to myself, What's the biggest actual position battle on this Grizz team heading into this fall camp? Because I do think that there's a lot of spots where, you know, positions on the two deep, backup roles, things like that are going to be up for grabs for Montana. But I think the number one mystery, the number one question mark, and perhaps the number one weak spot is in the specialists. Matt O'Donohue is absolutely an All-American as a senior long snapper for the Grizzlies, but they don't have a kicker or a punter on the roster with any experience whatsoever. Brian Buschini's a redshirt freshman out of Helena Capital. I fully expect him to be the punter as well as the kickoff specialist. The uh, place kicking duties is going to come down to Carver Gilliam from uh, Whitefish. He's a redshirt freshman. And then Camden Capser, who's a true freshman from Billings Central. Capser had an injury last winter, so he's still coming back from that. He was practicing yesterday, so he is healthy. But I think that's going to be the, the competition for the field goals. So who can rise up? Who can handle the pressure? of kicking in Big Sky Conference games in front of a sold-out stadium at Washington Grizz. Definitely big question marks. 
I've been covering the Big Sky. This is my, uh, I think, 16th fall uh, in some iteration covering college football. And the majority of those have been covering the Big Sky Conference between my time in newspapers to then my own ventures, uh, first at Bobcat Beat and then at uh, Bobcat Football Review and Preview, and then now Skyline Sports. And then uh, also worth mentioning, I forgot to mention this the other day, uh, now my fourth year doing this at ESPN Radio. Saturday was my fourth year anniversary, Tommy. How about that? I can't believe I made it all the way to this day, but August 7th. Yeah, well, neither have I. And you still can't turn your microphone off. <laughs> it's job security for you, my friend. I have so much uh, admiration working for you with you that I, uh, you know, I, I don't learn the simplest of tasks to make sure that you are gainfully employed forever. Colton, you're such a bad salesman. Just stop. <laughs> but regardless, uh, the point is, I've I've covered a fair amount of these fall camps, and I you think I would know some logistical tricks. Well, last night, I pulled up to practice, and uh, like the dummy I am, I parked uh, basically in line with the, uh, I guess it would be the east end zone uh, of Dornblazer Field, which also happens to be about 20 yards beyond the field goal posts. Well, uh, I watched practice for a crisp two hours, left very impressed, left with the same assertion that I was thinking when I arrived, who the hell is going to be the kicker for the Grizzlies? I think it is the biggest question mark that they got. I think it's you know, not that broad of a question since there's only real, really three options, but which one of those young guys is going to rise up and do it? I'm not sure. But it's just ironic and also symbolic because I get in my car and I'm driving up south towards my house, and I realize the whole right side of my windshield is spiderwebbed, just shattered. And I'm th- sitting there thinking, well, what happened? Did I get a rock kicked up when I was coming down to practice, rushing over here for my show? Maybe I didn't notice. What's the deal? Well, I pull into the driveway, and I get out and look at it and realize there's a big smudge mark right there, brown pigskin. And I realized that uh, one of these three guys, one of these three Grizz kickers, uh, or maybe it was a punt, I'm not sure, flushed one uh, right into my windshield. Now, this is not a complaint where I'm like a person that lives on a golf course that uh, is begging for the person that broke my window to come forward and confess. No, no. Uh, This is on me. This is my own stupidity. Uh, I should know better than this. I could only laugh at myself. It is going to be, well, the the story's not quite finished, but it could have been a a hefty uh, burden for me. But uh, the brilliance of social media, but also the greatness of covering a league like the Big Sky Conference where you're around so many people that are involved in the league in some form or fashion. Uh, One of my good buddies, a guy I played a lot of City League basketball and softball with over in Bozeman, he now lives over here in Missoula as well. Uh, but he saw my tweet. I tweeted uh, day two, Grizz Camp, don't park beneath the goalposts, basically, when I arrived at Dorn Blizzard today. And uh, sure enough, my phone rings a couple minutes later. It's my buddy who's back here in Missoula, and he says, hey, I got a glass business. Hey, just let me know. We'll take, we'll, I'll help you out. So I got somebody to fix it, and I appreciate him calling. But hilarious that I uh, haven't learned any better at this point. But maybe that's symbolism then for the strength of the legs of some of these kickers because it's going to take some force now to break a uh, a windshield like that. So um, <laughs> definitely not an ideal start to fall camp for me. But like I said, I cannot complain because I should know better. All I can do at laugh at my, as, is laugh at myself. And also, there's nothing really that could take me off the high that I'm riding right now, man. I got a football roster in my hand. That in itself is as good as it gets. We are going to break down some of this Grizz roster here in a little bit. Um, I also already had a little bit of Tagliari 
We're going to give you some of that here in about 40 minutes. So that was uh, a great part of my day. Got my hair cut, Compass Barbershop. They're doing it right down there, Zach and the boys, as always. And uh, it was good to see them. Nice to, nice to have the beard trim back in your life. It, it makes it so that uh, when you're you're rocking this monstrosity like I am, got to keep it tight. So thanks to those guys down at Compass Barbershop. And then, of course, I swung by. I was on the way to Dornblazer Field. So I had an excuse, right? Went to one of my favorite clients and uh, one of the great supporters of this show. Zoo What'd Town, you buy? Zootown Sports Cards. What'd you get? Oh, yeah. So I bought myself some... Uh, Panini Prestige. Let's go, yeah. Coulter. Got a couple packs. Tommy and I will probably have to open those a little later on, probably hour number two. Hey, it's my birthday in 10 days, buddy. Hey, let's go. That's good. This is all to say that I had a phenomenal day. I, uh, I've been been living it. Been loving it. Loving being back out there covering football. Loving being back out at the amphitheater, going to concerts. I mean, man, the things that we love so much about living in Missoula, so great that they are finally uh, back in our lives. I, I didn't even really truly realize how much I had missed all that until it commenced right now. Speaking of somebody that I missed, we're going to get into more of our impressions of Grizz practice here in a little bit, but I was not there for Coach Houck's pre-practice interview. Was able to talk to him a little bit off the record in the post-practice, uh, just exchanging pleasantries and things like that. Uh, but here's some quick dots from Bobby Houck. Andrew Houghton provided the sound here for ESPN Missoula as well as Skyline Sports. Uh, questions from Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television, as well as a couple of the other local media members. Bobby Houck's general thoughts on Montana's opening of fall camp from yesterday, the first day of fall camp for the Grizzlies. Storylines and all that kind of stuff with you, so why don't we just ask you the question, what are some of the storylines that you think that we should be talking about this fall? Gosh, that's a really good question, Sean. Um, You know, I'm not... You know, I'm so focused on us getting better and getting game ready for Washington and all that. Um, I know it's always kind of our thing with all of us standing here in the spring and fall camp to try to find something to talk about because we're kind of just out here practicing so i'd how about if i give you that in a day sounds that fair yep that's fair so a quick question i guess about the quarterbacks means i'll be up all night thinking about your question (laughs) we've actually had a lot of these first day of fall camps getting up there a little bit but uh yeah but uh, does this one have a little extra? Is there a little extra juice or flair to this one, just knowing everything that you've gone through? Yeah, you know, obviously, when I've said this, I don't know if it was to you or to the group, but when you get something you really kind of love taken away from you, whether you're a player or coach or anybody that's out here involved with us, um, when that gets taken away from you, I think there's a little more excitement to get back at it. And I think to a man, everybody here is excited. What would you say is the goal of the first few practices in fall? Well, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be out here in uh, non-padded work, but our guys have learned how to practice without pads, so we should have good good tempo, and and uh, it should be pretty combative, even though there's a limit to that without pads. Um, so we just, we just need good practices, and, and we'll do almost everything we do with pads on without pads. I think there's a handful of position groups that we kind of know what we're going to get. Um, maybe a little bit. Um, wanted to ask you a little bit. Wanted to ask you a little bit about the kicking game and how important the fall camp is, especially for those guys, because you know, kind of uh, some unproven guys in that in that room. Yeah, you know, we, we uh, it's the lone 
time in the fall outside of spring where we get to work uh, technically to get better at all the positions. And I'm not sure if you're speaking directly just to the specialist guys or to the group, but you know, as, as the group goes on, we, we need to, we have three weeks to become real uh, technically sound at every position. And then, uh, you know, I, I think we have a good nucleus of players that are going to be doing the blocking and tackling on those teams. And I think that we have a good nucleus of guys that will be pretty good in the return game. Um, and if spring is any indicator, everything's going to be just fine with the guys that are snapping and, and kicking the ball. What are you looking forward to seeing the most during camp? You know, I'm not really looking for anything, Frank, other than we need we have a game on September 4th and we got to get game ready. You know, it used to be we'd come out and we'd have two days and guys would have, you know, they've been caddying at the golf course, smoking Marlboro Reds, and we had to get them into shape. Now they're they're in shape. They've been here all summer. They've been working. So we're just trying to, to get to uh, – game readiness so i just want us to steadily progress and get great technique work and get all the scheme in and then start honing in on on our game plan do you feel you guys come into fall camp kind of a little bit farther ahead of where you were in previous falls uh not really i think not playing last fall balances out with playing a couple games in the spring so it's kind of where it ought to be we had a good summer and that that's really what counts what, the, ga- the games of spring were tremendous for our development, though. But, again, we didn't get to play last fall. What's uh, When you go into summer workouts, what are goals? What are some of the goals that you hope to achieve uh, that you bring into fall camp? Well, you know, we, we max test in the weight room and do a bunch of different – we time, we test, we do all those things. So we expect uh, improvement in, in numbers, speed, weights, jumping, all those things. We expect progress there. And then, you know, with the, what the guys do on their own in the summer, we kind of expect this first practice not to look like, other than the freshmen, they'll, they'll look lost. But we, we kind of expect it to look pretty sharp. And it did. It looked incredibly sharp yesterday down at Doran Blizzard Field. Bobby Houck, Montana Grizzlies head football coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Some of his opening comments from the first practice of fall camp for the Montana Grizzlies. We'll also get some feedback from Coach Houck on the impending quarterback competition here in a little while. Also going to hear from Taylor Housewright, a, uh, offensive, the offensive coordinator, rather, for the Montana State Bobcats as well uh, in segment number two. All sorts of fun stuff coming up uh, around Western Montana, including the Western Montana Fairs going uh, full force right now. And uh really fun event tomorrow night at the fairgrounds, PRCA Bull Riders. They're going to battle it out for $10,000 in prize money. And uh, it's part of the Extreme Bulls event. Gate, gates open at 6 p.m. tomorrow night at uh, the Western Montana Fair. They're also going to have a super sweet flag ceremony for uh, the indigenous nations from around the state of Montana. There's eight different tribal nations from around the state of Montana, and each has its own distinct uh, independent flag. And so there'll be a flag ceremony beforehand as well. This is part of the Indigenous Peoples Celebration Weekend. Natives Got Talent down at the Missoula Paddleheads Field on Saturday. Uh, there's a 5K run this weekend as part of the celebration as well. And so there's all sorts of cool stuff going on as uh, we honor our native peoples from around Montana. So that'd be a really cool precursor to what's always a super extreme and thrilling event, the uh, PRCA uh, Extreme Bulls. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. 
so many things to get to for uh, this Montana team. And so we're not going to sit here and jam it all down your throat right now. We're going to sort of take this thing apart one by one. You'll probably have some position group previews coming up and uh, some commentary and stuff, but just some few basic observations that I wrote down yesterday uh, while observing practice. One thing that always sticks out is guys that are new and unexpected. Guys maybe you didn't expect to be on the roster. It's not necessarily that they're quote-unquote better than anybody else, but uh, you know th- it's always the guys that, that flash first. One of those guys is Hunter Magnus. He is a six foot five, three hundred and thirty pound sophomore. He's a transfer from Washington State, an offensive lineman. We'll get in really to the talent evaluation of him quite yet. Uh, save that for a little later on because I, I need to see him in pads and see him a few more times. But he definitely stands out. He's got long blonde hair and uh, six five three thirty, and a guy that you could tell was not a freshman offensive lineman, but also was a guy I just hadn't seen before. So uh, he's a guy that stood out right away. Deary Todd who's been on this show. He's a defensive tackle transfer from Michigan State. 6'2", 272 is what he's listed at. Uh, it's it's weird to say that a guy that's 6'2", 272 isn't that big. Uh, but he just didn't seem that big. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think he is probably going to be more of an athletic type defensive tackle. I mean, the guy practiced in the Big Ten every day for four years. So I think he does bring a little bit of a skill set to the table. Another thing that popped right away from Grizz practice a number zero, in fact, the first number zero in the history of Grizz football, Omar Hicks Anu, the redshirt senior transfer from Oregon State. He's out of Hebron High School in Texas, which is a powerhouse there in the Dallas area. But he's wearing number zero. NCAA approved number zero uh, earlier this year, and so the first time ever that most programs will have a number zero on their roster, including Montana, and number zero this year happens to be Omar Hicks Anu. Another guy who I circled uh, – around his number is Nick Williams. He's a six foot five hundred and ninety five pound receiver out of Oceanside, California, a true freshman. But he was the guy that popped. I know he had some Mountain West interest. Those offers sort of fell through. He came down to the wire with only an offer from South Dakota and Montana. He ended up waiting to not sign and so he'll come to Montana as a preferred walk on. So uh I don't know what his potential is. He looks the part though, six five one ninety five and he can run. So uh, he's just another guy that I hadn't seen before, so he, he na- naturally he grabbed my eye. A couple other uh, details from practice. They threw Daniel Britt, the freshman quarterback from Vegas, to the Wolves. They definitely uh, made him have some reps against some of the older guys. Uh, at one point, the older guys were really dominating him, and, and Robbie Houck, I'm paraphrasing to edit his profanity, but he said, get that high school stuff out of here. So. Uh, Daniel Britt kind of had a, a tough day as a, uh, his first day as a Grizzly. To be expected, man. He's the true freshman quarterback on the roster. Uh, they're going to make him earn his medal for sure. Robbie Houck, speaking of, a pair of picks during the team periods yesterday. Uh, defense looked sharp. In fact, everybody looked sharp. I thought that the ins and outs of, of the uh, drills, the no-wasted motion, all that stuff was uh, very impressive for Montana. I thought they looked regimented. I thought they looked disciplined. As you heard Bobby Houck say, that's part of the system. People ask, what, what was the secret to Coach Houck in his first uh, iteration as the head coach of the Grizzlies, 2003 to 2009? Uh, he went 80 and 17 during that span. There is no secret sauce. In fact, the secret sauce is that there is no secret sauce. It's a formula. It is a formula of preparation and peaking at the right moment and uh, setting expectations and then expecting those expectations, in fact, demanding those expectations to be met. And I think that you could see across the board, 
that pretty much everybody that's at Montana right now, they understand the standard. The discipline of practice, the way that they're in and out of drills, the way that they operate just all the way around, super efficient and super impressive. So I thought Montana uh, looked really good right out the gates uh, yesterday. Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuana is breaking down all things Grizz football. A couple more uh, notes that I made. I also made a note that although Deary Todd's not very tall at 6'2", that he has huge feet. <laughs> so, you know, interesting thought that I had there. Uh, I also wrote down in terms of Col- Conlon Beaver, the uh, left tackle, the senior left tackle, All-American candidate for the Grizzlies. My note for him just says huge. <laughs> my note for Noah Ambule, who came to Montana as a walk-on uh, or maybe a partial scholarship guy out of Great Falls Central, but a Class C kid, no doubt. They tried to bit tight end and defensive end. Well, he's 6'3", 294 now, so he's definitely playing on the offensive line, but I just said big, big, big for him. Uh, so funny notes here. But Sloan McPherson, another guy out of Savage, Montana, who looked particularly big uh, for a redshirt freshman. Um, I thought that a couple different guys that caught my eye, but Liam Brown, the other true freshman out of Portland area, uh, my notes to say legit. So I think that's definitely... Uh, a testament to just his physical talents. He certainly looks the part. I will not be surprised if he's a guy that's flirting with the two deep by the time his true freshman year is over. Isaiah Childs, another guy that's going to be expected to have an elevated role. Marcus Knight is out at practice, but he's not taking reps. Knight uh, tore his ACL during the spring. So uh, he's working his way back from that. But he did have a helmet on. He was doing PT stuff today, but he did run through uh, just some basic formation stuff yesterday. So Marcus Knight is out there, but Isaiah Childs transferred from Akron, former three-star recruit. He'll be leaned upon quite a bit this year. And uh, I, I also wrote down for him, looks the part. So uh, he's definitely a guy that turned some heads. Justin Belknap's wearing a new number. He's number 90 now, but he still looks like one of the impassioned leaders of the front Lorenzo Brown, a guy out of Vegas who is one of the holdovers from the Bob Stitt era. I just wrote for him, lean and mean. So he's dropped some weight. I think he's going to definitively play on the outside of the defensive line. So uh, Lorenzo Brown, a guy that that maybe is a a sleeper as we work our way through Grizz camp as well. Another change of position, Carson Rostad, Hamilton product, uh, former Montana Gatorade player of the year as as a quarterback. He's now playing linebacker. He looks good doing it. I mean, he's 6'3", 230, so He's definitely got the frame. And I know he's a guy that people had high hopes as maybe a local kid from down in the Bitterroot Valley who could uh, rise up to become the starting quarterback for the Grizzlies, but he's playing outside linebacker right now. And uh, he definitely looks at home, at least physically, so far. Only I mean, this is one non-padded practice, so hard to have a full evaluation on anybody. But I'm just giving you my basic first impression impressions of these guys. Uh, there was four total turnovers yesterday forced by the defense. Robbie Houck had a pair of interceptions. David Copang was a little Loyola product, a safety. He had a pick. And then Trevin Gradney, former Billings West product, who's fighting for some playing time at corner, he had a pick as well. And Ryan Tyrrell, another Missoula Loyola pick, uh, product, excuse me, he had a pass breakup that almost uh, was an interception as well. I wrote some notes about some depth chart stuff and all that. We'll probably save that for uh, a little later on. Um, nothing really other uh, eye-popping to get to on the roster, but we'll continue to hit down at, at practice as frequently as we possibly can and give you as many pieces of feedback as we possibly can as well. One big piece of evaluation yesterday, and w- that will continue to be forevermore, just because that's the way football has evolved, is uh, the quarterback position. A lot of people around the program at Montana, pretty confident that senior Cam Humphrey is the guy. 
and uh, that he will guide the Grizzlies throughout this year. I also know Bobby Houck loves uh, competition at all positions. He will certainly make sure Humphrey is being pushed. Chris Brown looks like the number one guy to push him. Another note, Kurt Rigel, former Central Florida transfer, no longer on the roster. So Rigel's not there. The quarterbacks in camp right now are Cam Humphrey, a senior. Chris Brown, a redshirt freshman. That's the one-two. Robbie Patterson, a sophomore, former Saddleback Junior College transfer. Uh, he's the number three. And then Daniel Britt, the freshman, uh, is number four. So we'll see how the pecking order plays out during fall camp. But it seems like there's some pretty good symmetry with four quarterbacks in camp. I think a lot of reps for a lot of guys. And we'll see how many of those reps are distributed among the first team. They could be. They might not. not they might not be. I don't know. Cam Humphrey's job will lose, to be sure. And Bobby Houck touched on that yesterday as well. So that's what we're going to get to here uh, in just a minute. Bobby Houck on his quarterbacks, Taylor Housewright on his quarterbacks and his offensive line, both Montana's head coach and Montana State's offensive coordinator. Join us right after this here on Nuanas Now. Keep it here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. As of Monday evening, college football is back on both sides of the Continental Divide for age-old arch-rivals. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Montana State Bobcats began their first fall camp under first-year head coach Brent Vegan on Friday in Bozeman. The Montana Grizzlies opened their third season and fourth year under the direction of head coach Bobby Houck on Monday night at 6.30 p.m. The Bobcats have had to wait since December of 2019 to capitalize on their momentum of their last season on the gridiron. Almost two years ago, Montana State raced to a historic 11-win season that included a 48-14 blasting of the rival Grizzlies in Bozeman, a first-round bye in the FCS playoffs, postseason wins over Albany and Austin P, and the first semifinal berth for the program since 1984. The Grizzlies also took a step towards returning to the ranks of the National League Elite in 2019. In Houck's second season of his second stint leading his alma mater, Montana won 10 games for the first time since 2013, advancing to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs for the first time in seven years. UM played a pair of games this spring, scoring 107 total points in decimations of Division II Central Washington and Big Sky Foe, Portland State. Montana State opens its season September 4th in Laramie, Wyoming against the Wyoming Cowboys. Kickoff is set for 2 p.m. Montana opens that same day playing in Seattle against the University of Washington. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. from the capital city of the Evergreen State. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Indian Summer Is there a single ticket you would pay more money for than Brooks and Dunn, Tommy Evans? <sighs> Maybe like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Stop it. I'm serious. <laughs> well, like Paramore. Oh, my God. Really like that kind of stuff. Oh, man. Carly Rae Jepsen might be nice. Oh, my God. See, Paramore is pretty good, actually. Yeah, they're so cool. Those other ones... 
I don't know, dude. You might be losing it. I would, uh, I'd go into debt to see Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn is so good. So good. My, I am uh, three years older, what, three and a half years older than my brother. And uh, when I was like three and a half, my mom was pregnant and uh, my parents were contemplating names and, and Brooks was at the top of the list, which is my brother's name now. But this was when Brooks and Dunn were the second most famous music musical artist in country music behind only Garth Brooks. Yeah. So I was fully convinced that my parents were naming my brother after one of two, if not both of those uh, country music <laughs> stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, even my whole life, I, I, uh, there's s- several different of my friends, including one of my best friends who calls my brother Brooks and Dunn <laughs> still to this day. So uh, good memories, good times had by all. I would fork over a, a, uh, Chunk of change myself to see Brooks and Dunn, no question. It's Nuana's now, one-stop shop for all things historical country music. Uh, but also, talking some sports as well. Specifically, this time of year, this month out of the year, college football, no question. The uh, Grizzlies opened up camp last night. Montana State, they opened up camp last Friday. I got to spend time with the Bobcat players on media day. But I have not seen the Cats actually practice in person. So I know that uh, my position uh, here at ESPN Missoula, the statewide radio and television show, as well as SkylineSportsMT.com, we are the ones that cover both sides of the rivalry as heavily and uh, as intensely as anybody else in the state of Montana. We've done that for a long time, and it's one of my great joys and pleasures, and I love working with my brother doing it. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that follow our content, listen to the show, read my writing, but love the comparing and contrasting. You know, a lot of my big-time Bobcat supporters, hey, how the Grizz looked the other day. Compare and contrast to the Cats. A lot of the Grizz guys, hey, you were in Bozeman. How does the Grizz stack up against the Cats? Well, what's the Cats look like? Well, I'll have more impression for you soon. I'm going to head on over to Bozeman to catch a practice here sooner than later. And my brother's hitting up practice on Thursday. We have not got a chance to see... Uh, Montana State practice officially during the Brent Vegan era, but that will be coming quick. And I have seen now about two and a half hours total of Grizz practice. So not much consumption yet. We'll continue to keep informed. I love that everybody is so passionate about it. But one spot we're going to be watching, both sides of the Continental Divide, of course, is the quarterback spot. Montana, Montana State, unique, excuse me, similar, not unique. In fact, almost identical Situations, a little bit details uh, flawed, but Montana State they have a returning starter in Tucker Rovick who started 13 games in his Bobcat career between 2018 and 2019. Uh, but a guy that's in a battle for and at the current moment lagging behind in the quarterback competition at Montana State. It's been Matt McKay that's been taking the first reps over there. Uh, he's an NC State transfer. Casey Bauman been taking a lot of the second team reps, and then uh, Tucker Rovick's been there as the number three guy there. So the incumbent uh, not winning the job right now at Montana State. At Montana, Cam Humphrey was Dalton Sneed's backup the last couple of years. Sneed was, uh, he got banged up because he was a runner. So Humphrey did get a fair amount of snaps, including three starts back in 2019. He looked solid, uh, like a game manager against Eastern Washington. He threw for 176 yards, a touchdown, and Montana won that game, 34-17 in Missoula. Humphrey looked great the following week, throwing for 335 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, at Portland State, Samari Toure had a great day, catching three scores that day. But Humphrey looked great that day. And then the following week against Idaho, 
Uh, he only lasted about a quarter and a half before he got pulled, and Dalton Sneed came back in the game. Sneed was still clearly injured, but uh, still came back in the game, and that was sort of the end of it for Cam Humphrey in 2019. Well, Humphrey's been the front runner and obviously the most veteran guy, the most familiarized guy within the program during this almost two-year-long um, break for the Grizzlies. So, although he's the front runner, though, Chris Brown has really come on. I think Brown's picked up the system. I think he's matured both uh, physically and mentally, but physically particularly. He's 6'4", 220. He looks the part. When you go watch practice, if you get a chance to go watch him down at Dorn Blazer Field, the ball just comes out of his hand different. I mean, he is a uh, an outstanding talent. He's a special talent for sure. He will be the guy. Unless, I mean, here's the situation Montana's in. Brown will be the quarterback of the future unless they recruit somebody, somebody even more special, which in that case you've recruited a very high-level talent because Brown himself is a high-level talent. But is Brown ready to push Humphrey? Houck always wants his number one guy to receive some pushback. I wrote about this in my story on Skyline Sports. Go check it out. It's six storylines to follow out of fall camp for Montana. But Craig Oaks was pushed by Jeff Disney. Cole Berquist and Josh Schwager battled it out before Berquist had to hold off Andrew Sell. Don Sneed had to hold off Cam Humphrey. Even if there is a front runner, that guy always has to win a competition. And that's what makes Bobby Houck's program so tried and true. But here's some of Coach Houck's thoughts when asked about the quarterback. Is it really a competition between Cam Humphrey and Chris Bound? Coach Houck makes a promise here that he's going to give us at least an update once a week. When you when you look at quarterbacks, um, you know, Kind of some shining moments for both in the spring. Cam obviously comes in with a lot of experience, but Chris played well, you know, in his first rep. So what are you looking from for those two in that entire position group? Well, we want the quarterbacks to keep competing. Uh, you're all, you know, you're always one play away from somebody else being in there anyway. So we got to keep those guys competing. Uh, certainly Cam's in front, and, you know, that's probably a question we should probably readdress maybe once a week, and I'll let you know where it is. When, when you saw the competition, I guess, in the spring between Cam versus, you know, Chris getting some reps, what did you like the way that, you know, they maybe pushed him, even though Cam, like you said, comes into the fall, you know, in the front a little bit here? Well, competition makes everybody better, no matter the position, and, and quarterback is certainly included in that. And it's it's good for guys, whoever's um, in front to feel the pressure and whoever's behind second or third to, to keep pushing and trying to get into that spot. So I think it's really healthy. Um, we certainly monitor the competitions at all the positions. And, you know, we're going to play a lot of guys uh, like we did in the spring. And, and uh, like I said, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do this every few days and we'll figure out when we're ready to name a starter for the first game. What have you seen from him as far as once Dalton kind of graduated, just as far as taking that, that leadership role as well and, and kind of stepping into those shoes of wanting to be the starting quarterback, which inherently kind of is in a leadership position? Well, it really comes about in the summer because the, the players practice and the quarterbacks pretty much run the practices. So um, Cam, I thought, did a really nice job with that. Um, he chickened out once for lightning. So uh, other than that, he did a pretty good job. How would you describe the vibe of this team coming into camp? Well, I mean, they're, you know, it's kind of the same as uh, – is the spring, Frank, or, or the off season, or the weight training? I mean, everybody's enthused about getting going, um, and everybody's always excited for the first day. So we'll see if they can maintain that after a couple weeks, and hopefully they'll have energy every time we get out here. You guys are coming in with a lot of depth on both sides of the ball. Would you say that 
this is one of the seasons you're excited for because you guys have a lot of depth on both sides? Yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm always excited for the season regardless of where it sits. But um, certainly going into this season, I like um, our depth at, at almost every position. I think that there isn't a huge drop-off. And, you know, we tend to forget about that. But when we're in late October, November, and December, you know, we may be talking about different guys than we are in September. And that, that if we're getting to play late in the year and playing well, probably because we have good depth. Does that kind of – obviously football injuries are a part of the game. But with the quick turnaround from the spring to this fall – do you feel like that kind of helps you, that you can kind of coach them up as hard as you normally would in a normal year because you do have that added depth? Yeah, and it's one of the reasons why we didn't play a full season in the spring. I, I didn't think it was fair to the guys to try to plug two seasons into nine months or whatever it would have been. So um, spring was good. It was about as good as could ever be hoped for. Um I mean, it was just outstanding in terms of the effort and the outcomes and how we played and the improvement and all those different things that you're looking for. So uh, I thought spring was great, and, and, you know, we've been off for a couple months now in terms of practicing, and we need to get back out there and play some ball. So there you go, Bobby Houck on his quarterback scenario, we'll call it. He's a, there's always going to be competition in every position. You just heard him say that. He did leave the door open for updates before they name a starter because one has not officially been named. Yet I still think that Cam Humphrey is the front runner. I love Chris Brown's talent, but I think that with the weapons Montana has on the outside, a solid to above average ball distributor will be enough to be incredibly explosive. And uh, elite play from Cam Humphrey can send this team over the top. A ton of guys from the Grizz to watch. We haven't got to those yet, but I just heard back from Andrew Houghton. He's on his way back from Grizz practice, so he's going to swing by about 525 uh, to give us some more impressions from Grizz practice, and I will also give you some of my players to watch. We're also going to delay Taylor Housewright to our number two as well. He's Montana State's offensive coordinator. And uh, instead, we we'll take a break real quick and come on back with the Treasure State Stars and your chance to win Tagliari Delicatessen. I had one of the best sandwiches I have ever had from Tagliari early today. I'll tell you all about it and more on the other side. Keep it right here. Nuana's now 1029 ESPN Missoula. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. What is now on ESPN Radio? Blackberries. That summer I turned a corner in my soul down that red road. It's where I drank my first beer. It's where I found Jesus. Where I wrecked my first car. I tore it all to pieces. Sinners and believers Learned that happiness on earth Ain't just 
play all the way out. Man, that song just reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me so much of where my family's from, Sedona, Arizona, at Red Dirt Road. Happy birthday to my mother. Uh, she is uh, the ripe old age of 29 again and uh, as beautiful as ever. Couldn't have done it without you, Ma. Uh, made it four years at ESPN because of all your help. So happy birthday to my mom, Suzanne, one of the great supporters of this show and uh, definitely the biggest fan of this show. It doesn't matter if you think you're the biggest fan. You're not. You're number two. My mom's the biggest fan of this show, I promise you. Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Can be joined by Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, here in about 15 minutes. Paddleheads keep on rolling. Uh, they're back from their road trip. They're back at home. So we got Paddleheads tickets for you uh, later on this week to get you all set up for the games. Uh, they're playing here at home uh, Wednesday through Monday against the Great Falls Voyagers. So uh, we'll have tickets for you throughout the week uh, here on Nuanas now as well. Speaking of great stuff to give you, man, Taglieri Delicatessen. I had myself a mega death today. If that wasn't the best damn sandwich I've ever had, I know I say these guys know how to make the sandwiches, but oh, buddy, uh, what a sandwich that was. It has uh, some hot mustard on there, some suppressa, a whole bunch of stuff I don't even know that I can't even really pronounce. Uh, but goodness gracious, it was delicious. And uh, you need to go get yourself one of those. Tagliari Deli, the corner of Beckwith and Higgins right there uh, in the strip mall. Best sandwiches you're going to find anywhere in Montana. Not just me telling you. The Food Network, People Magazine, national outlets have called this the best deli and the best sandwiches in the Treasure State. So we want you to go check out Tagliari Deli. I had a $25 gift card for you. All you have to do is call me right now, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. Call number 2, 25 bucks to Tagliari Delicatessen. So give me a call right now here on Nuanas now, 888-1029. Call number 2 is going to be the proud winner of $25 from Taglieri Delicatessen. Tuesday, which means it's free sandwiches. It's Tuesday. It also means it's time for our Treasure State Stars. Treasure State Stars is proudly presented by Parkside Credit Union, proud supporters of youth athletics across the great state of Montana. Parkside Credit Union, they offer uh, this really cool online financial education platform. You can just interact with it. Uh, it's online, so you can go there uh, to the website and just get all your financial questions answered, learn more about finance, stay safe, get smart about saving, and making money at Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union is the best place to get a loan in western Montana because they love to say yes. This is a highlight of between four and six uh, local athletes from around the state of Montana each and every week. Treasure State star number one, Robbie Houck. Houck's a uh, redshirt junior safety for the University of Montana. Uh, famously, the son of Bobby Houck, the head coach, and the nephew of Tim Houck, one of the great Grizzlies of all time. Watching Robbie Houck practice is a lot of fun. I went uh, to Grizz practice yesterday, and uh, he plays with such a high motor. He runs from sideline to sideline relentlessly. His conditioning is exceptional. Uh, I think that he is... One of the most vocal players in the league, and he's got to have some of the great courage in the league as well because, uh, man, he is not big at all. But he sets the tone. He leads the way. He's a super uh, vocal guy out there on the field, and uh, he had two picks yesterday during Montana practice, and so he's Treasure State star number one. He set the tone for the Grizzlies during practice and uh, definitely turned some heads with his ball skills but also was uh, uh, wrangling the young guys, so to speak, telling them where to go biting them in the butt, making sure that they knew uh, who was boss. And uh, fun watching the Grizz practice, especially with Robbie Houck leading the way. 
Treasure State star number two, the entire Helena Senators baseball team, American Legion baseball team. What a tournament time for the Senators. What a postseason. They come into the State AA uh, American Legion baseball tournament uh, as a contender, but certainly not one of the favorites. The Bozeman Bucks were the defending champs. The Missoula Mavs were red hot coming in uh, to earn the number two seed. And the Billings Royals were the hottest team in the state, having won 20 in a row entering state. They were the top seed and the, and the overall favorite. The Senators won their first game against the defending champ, Bucks, and then had their backs pushed up against the wall, and they had to win three knockout games, including two decided by just one run to get into the championship. Then they beat Billings Royals uh, to win the Class AA state championship for the first time since 2003. They also then advanced to Gillette, Wyoming for the uh, American Legion Northwest Regional Tournament. Well, they lost their first game in that tournament, and then they bowed their way all the way back. So they played a total of six elimination games, and they did not lose until the championship of the Northwest Tournament. So they would fall one step short of the American Legion World Series. But what a good run by the Helena Centers. What a uh, great way to persevere when you got your back against the wall like that uh, to get into the championship game of the Northwest American Legion Tournament. Treasure State star number three. Played some phone tag with this guy because uh, he has been busy. He came to Missoula, and he won the state am, uh, the, the men's state amateur golf tournament, and then he went on vacation. So then he was unable to uh, really come on the show. So I'm going to circle back around with him and touch base, but it's Joey Lovell, and Lovell is a Bozeman native. He's been a, the a pro out at, at uh, Black Bull in Bozeman, but he won the men's state am, uh, an outstanding performance at Canyon River here in Missoula, and 19 under par during the three days of the tournament. Well, he's now going to help out with the Montana State Golf Program. He joins Brittany Basie's staff. This was announced on Monday by MSU via a press release, so Lovell will be an assistant there. And uh, I, I misspoke. He's actually from Sandpoint, Idaho, but uh, a guy that lives now in Bozeman. He's been at the Black Bull Country Club for a while, uh, December t- 2017 through February 2020. So, again, it's been a golf pro around the state and uh, got some experience. So, uh, Joey Lovell, Treasure State star number three because of his performance at the state and, but also worth mentioning now, into the Big Sky coaching ranks as an assistant at Montana State. Treasure State stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Treasure State star number four, Alexa Coyle. Alexa Coyle, a former University of Montana soccer player, a Bozeman native, one of the great in-state players to play for the Grizz women's soccer team. Uh, she was an outstanding striker for the Grizz uh, during a very successful run these last couple of years. She capped her career by playing in the NCAA tournament for the second time, uh, this time around against South Carolina. And then uh, after the completion of her, her career, Alexa Coyle now playing professionally over in Scotland. Well, over the weekend, she scored her first goal. So very cool for her um, in-state product that played then for the Montana women's soccer team to already be in the scoring column in the professional ranks. So pretty cool for her uh, to be getting that experience. I always think these athletes, they get to go play these sports, particularly like soccer, where, you know, soccer is a religion in Europe. But even just no matter what, you're playing professional sports and traveling around Europe when you're 22, 23, 24 years old. I mean, one of the great, I'm not going to say regrets, but one of the great things I wish I would have done would, was take a step away from my career pursuits. You because know, I graduated college. I turned 22 about a week before I graduated college. So I was young. I wish I would have stepped away and gone and traveled, maybe gone backpacking trip in, in Europe or something like that. But what a cool experience for a lot of these former Montana, Montana State athletes to get to go overseas, experience new cultures, make a little money playing sports. I mean, 
what a cool deal. So Alexa Coyle, uh, former Grizz soccer player, our Treasure State star, uh, number four. Speaking of pros playing overseas, this is also very cool. Mackenzie Johnston, one of the Iron Women for the Lady Grizz the last couple years. Uh, she played more minutes than anybody uh, during the Shannon Schwain era at Montana. Uh, she's now signed a pro contract as well. She took a little time off. Uh, she's been around town, uh, but now she's going to go over to Germany to play professionally. So congratulations to Mackenzie Johnston, a Helena Capital product, and one of the all-time leading scorers and assist uh, makers in the history of Lady Grizz basketball. Finally, Treasure State star number five. Speaking of Grizz basketball overseas, three former men's players now going to all be playing in France. The latest, Michael Ogine. Ogine played in Turkey most recently. But now he's heading to France. Kendall Manuel is also over in France, as is Ahmad Rory. So three former Grizz, all in the French leagues. They're in different leagues. And uh, pretty funny the way that's stratified. I think this shows exactly how good you have to be as a basketball player because Ahmad Rory was a two-time first-team All-Big Sky performer, a guy that went to Oregon out of high school, uh, a great uh, outstanding recruit. He's in the top French league. Ogine, an awesome player at Montana, scored over 1,400 points, one of the most electric players, one of the best two-way players in the Big Sky Conference during his career uh, at UM. He's in the second tier of the French leagues. And then Kendall Manuel, a Oregon State transfer, who was the newcomer of the year in the top reserve in the Big Sky Conference, his first year at Montana, and then uh, was one of the leading scorers in the league during his senior year at Montana. He's in the third tier. So those three guys, that was sort of the hierarchy at Montana when they were playing here, and uh, they're in three different leagues. But I'm sure that they'll... Find a way to cross paths. What a cool experience for them to be with some of their former teammates in the same country, uh, living the same adventures and exploring in similar fashions. Uh, very cool. I think that's an outstanding experience for all those young people. And so we hope they are all enjoying it thoroughly. I got to tell you, I'm jealous as heck. I wish I was doing that right now. 23 years old, living in France as Michael Ogine. My goodness gracious, that sounds like the greatest day of anybody's life. Trevor State Stars presented proudly by Parkside Credit Union. They offer free rewards, checking accounts with cash back, high dividend rates, and ATM fee refunds. You can also check out their online financial education platform. Stay safe and get smart about saving and making money with Parkside Credit Union today. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you hot. Both my guests are here. Jeff Saffer from the Missoula Paladins going to break down all things baseball including Major League Baseball trade deadline and some hot stories around MLB, plus, of course, an update on Missoula's minor league baseball team. And Andrew Houghton, SkylineSportsMT.com, new contributor here at ESPN Missoula, will also join us, give us a rundown what he saw at Grizz practice, and I'll give you some of my players to watch. Keep it right here, Hour 2, coming at you hot. Nuana is now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 